Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Remember, enjoy the snow that's coming down, but stay safe. The roads out there are not great. The, the plowing and the salting seems delayed yet again this week. We saw that on Wednesday morning when we were all trying to slip and slide our way into work or to school. This t- Today, things are almost as bad on the roads, although a lot of folks are not even making the attempt. Most schools are closed. But uh, if you're out there today, be very careful. A little later in the show today, we are going to talk about the Winter Olympics, which are now underway in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Uh, we're going to talk with John Neo of the Detroit News about the news from the Olympics, the things that you might want to keep an eye out for over the next 14 days. Uh, Then we're going to also talk with Don Gagne of NPR about the attack on Nancy Kerrigan, which happened here in the city of Detroit in 1994. He was there when that happened and filed a report. We'll go back to that time with him uh, a little later in the show. But up front, during the Super Bowl, Dodge Ram ran an emotional advertisement featuring their hulking trucks alongside images of Americans of all ages and races being helpful and devoting themselves to service. And over these images was a segment of a really powerful speech by Martin Luther King Jr. from exactly 50 years ago last Sunday. Here's the commercial. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. That's a new definition of greatness. By giving that definition of greatness, it means that everybody can be great. You don't have to know about Plato and Aristotle to serve. You don't have to know the theory of relativity to serve. You don't have to know the second theory of thermodynamics in physics to serve. You only need a heart full of grace. Soul generated by love. He among you who is greatest shall be your servant. Powerful words from a man well-known by all of us for his ability to stir action with his verbal prowess. Uh, But should those powerful words be used to sell pickup trucks? That speech Dodge used is called the drum major instinct. And here is another segment from that same speech. Uh, The presence of this instinct explains why we are so often taken by advertisers. You know... Uh, those gentlemen of massive verbal persuasion. And they have a way of saying things to you that kind of gets you in the bind. In order to be a man of distinction, you must drink this whiskey. In order to make your neighbors envious, you must drive this type of car. In order to be lovely to love, you must wear this kind of uh, lipstick or this kind of perfume. And you know, before you know it, you're just buying that stuff. I've got to drive this car because it's something about this car that makes my car a little better than my neighbor's car. And I am sad to say that the nation in which we live is the supreme culprit. 
And I'm going to continue to say it to America. Okay, so there's Martin Luther King, in his own words, being critical of advertisers for manipulating Americans, for reducing us to uh, this kind of commodification of American life. Uh, Using MLK's powerful words to sell trucks then seems, I don't know, a bit disingenuous, doesn't it? What do automakers use to appeal to the American sensibility to gin up sales? This is actually an issue that is moving right now in our culture. As autos change, as the auto culture changes, advertising for automobiles is also changing. And that's where we want to start the show today, talking specifically about that ad, that Dodge Ram ad featuring the words of Martin Luther King. Uh, We definitely want to hear from you listeners about what you thought about that commercial, whether it moved you, whether maybe it offended you, maybe you thought it was uh, inappropriate, uh, you can give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones, as always. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. And joining us to help frame out this uh, subject is Paul Eisenstein. He's the publisher of the DetroitBureau.com, author of an article this week titled Ram Panned, MLK Super Bowl Spot Sounds Sour Note. Paul, welcome back to Detroit Today. Hey, good to be with you, Stephen. Yeah, so for, just from the title of your uh, article, which I've, of course, read, you were not you were not moved uh, by, by this commercial. You thought it was uh, uh, you thought it was pretty inappropriate. You know, it, Stephen, it's a very interesting thing. I was sitting with a large group watching the Super Bowl, or as I prefer to call it, the commercial fest, uh, <laughs> and it came on. And most of the commercials, I'd, I'd watch sort of out of the corner of my eye. I wanted to see a few things, what would be, you know, what was being done. Uh-huh. But as soon as I heard Martin's speech, it riveted me. And uh, like so many people, his his words, just hearing his voice, you can hear it in my voice now, it strikes a resonant emotional chord. Yes. I lean forward, I try to shush a couple of young kids who probably didn't know who he was to hear. I want them to hear his speech. And I was very curious about what it was going to be about because I had not followed. I didn't know that this was going to happen from Chrysler. Uh, often they telegraph what, what they're doing ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And as it came on and as I started as we all started to notice what it was selling, my wife leaned over and said, that is just wrong. <laughs> and as I went on longer through it, I, I realized that there may have been some, some noble intent, as, as Chrysler has tried to take a high note with a number of their Super Bowl ads over the last decade. They have. But it just, it just maybe it was something unique about, about Martin Luther King that just you don't want to see him selling products. Yeah. And then of course as I realized later the greater irony that his very this very speech condemned advertising. Yeah. I mean it, I think it, that's the it resonated all the all the all the more it, it, it rang sour and I, I quickly watched to see what the social media response was and it was horrendous. Though mixed, uh, there were some people that actually credited him, and I have it in the story. Some people actually said anybody who can help get the words of Martin Luther King out to the public is doing a service. Yeah, and and I think that's where that sort of tension lies, right? Uh, this idea of 
what's the line between what's the line between honoring somebody uh, in an ad by by featuring their words and appropriating uh, th- their words and their service uh, as a way uh, of selling a product and and I think you know advertisers do this uh, a lot they they walk that line uh, pretty frequently Think about um, think about last year's Budweiser ad during the Super Bowl, uh, in which it paid homage to the idea of immigration and the fact that the the, the founder of uh, Anheuser Busch uh, was was an immigrant. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that was another sort of instance of of trying to strike that emotional that emotional note. Uh, it, uh, the Chrysler ad several years ago about Detroit, uh, where that featured Eminem. I mean, there again, there's a there's less of a uh, of a moral imperative to what Eminem was doing with his music. But there again, it's this sort of crossover between commercialism and and homage. Chrysler has done this. Fiat Chrysler has done this repeatedly, uh, and many of us have looked forward to seeing what they will do each year. Um, they have they helped spotlight what was then just the beginning of the Detroit turnaround at a time when America saw a broke and ethically bankrupt city in the wake of, of the Kilpatrick nightmare uh, and the bankruptcy. Uh, it highlighted, uh, with Paul Harvey's words, about American American values. So I, I, I don't want to smash Chrysler so badly that they become gun-shy about trying to bring up topics that are reasonably good discussions, as opposed to designing Dorito chips for women. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the question. Do we want advertisers to just be silly, or do we actually want them to raise issues that get Americans to think? And it's 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 a, it's a difficult balance. The, the gentleman who runs the marketing operations uh, for Fiat Chrysler is a brilliant man, uh, Francois Olivier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I know that he puts a lot of work into trying to come up with these, with these ads. But I think that perhaps... Uh, Martin Luther King just is one of those people you just can't associate with, that, <laughs> with advertising. And all the more when you realize that the speech yeah, did take yeah. aim the context, The context yeah. here is just devastating for for Chrysler, that, that if, you, if you go and read that speech and read what it's about, I mean, it, it, it condemns. Uh, the very thing that they're trying to do, but, uh, selling yeah. selling trucks and making you think that they, you need their truck uh, as opposed to someone else's. Uh, you know, Paul, I I, I want to have you talk some about how advertising <clears throat> in the industry is changing along with the industry itself. That that we had you on recently to talk about the radical change that's happening in the auto industry in terms of the way we think of mobility and cars, uh, the way that they're marketing then their products is also starting to look pretty pretty different. Yeah, we have gone decades where automakers have sunk largely into this, this hole of uh, either pumping the deal, 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 mm-hmm. get the deal, or... Look at that beautiful car driving on those beautiful roads <laughs> in that beautiful open country, which you probably never will get to drive it in. <laughs> right. And uh, so automakers are trying to find new alternatives. Uh, some are succeeding, and, and 
Fiat Chrysler. I have to give them credit for trying to find these new formulas. Uh, some of their other ads in the Super Bowl worked pretty well, you may recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think the whole process of marketing is changing. I'm in, I'm in the Chicago Auto Show. I don't know if you, you realized where, I'm, where we're talking. I did not know that, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the press room at the Chicago Auto Show. And when you go to auto shows, you, you realize just how much they've changed. You mm-hmm. and I talked about mm-hmm. this. Uh, auto shows used to be the place to launch a vehicle. Uh, Detroit, you had as many as 5,000 media-related people. Here in Chicago, you still have a, maybe maybe 500 to 1,000, which is still a significant number, but automakers are pulling out of that. The industry is looking at everything it does, absolutely everything, from the basic concept of what cars to design, the design process and engineering, all the way up to the marketing. Uh, and all of that's changing. And yeah. There's a lot of experimentation going on right now. Ford announced yesterday, for example, that they're going to try a subscription program. We've seen subscriptions from Volvo, Cadillac, Hmm. Porsche, and some others. Uh, And and each one of those is is pretty much an experiment. Do people want to buy a car essentially the way they they, uh, sign up for services online? Uh, Do they want to get a uh, subscription, as Porsche has, where I can change what car I'm driving literally every day right. so that this week I want to drive a 911 to work, <laughs> and on the weekend, uh, the dealer is going to deliver to me a Cayenne, the big SUV, so that I can take the family out for a, for a trip. Wow. And wow. so every aspect from marketing on is is going to be transformative. Yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Paul Eisenstein, publisher of the DetroitBureau.com, author of an article titled this uh, this week titled Ram Panned MLK Super Bowl Spot. Sounds sour note. We're talking about that MLK ad uh, by Dodge Ram selling trucks. Uh, we're also talking about advertising in general in the auto industry, how it's changing. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, uh, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag us. Uh, We'll work you into the conversation. No surprise, lots of opinion already in queue here. Michael on Twitter says, I liked it. I'd understand outrage if they'd had some bigot speech, but it was on point with the country's current atmosphere. I understand where people are coming from, but I see it as a reminder of MLK's wise words first and a truck ad second. Michael, thank you very much for that thought. Uh, let's go to Akili in Ypsilanti. Akili, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Yeah, um, I saw the I saw the ad as well, and I thought it was very, very powerful. Um, but one of the powerful pieces was just really the the level of just of just interest that that companies now have in just dominating our social narrative mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i thought that the usage of martin luther king you know was a way to draw people in because his voice is very compelling and whatnot but i think about for younger generations it's another way to kind of manipulate that narrative because yeah. as as it was said before that that speech was specifically talking about you know <laughs> trying to have ownership of your own mind and your own thoughts so it was a manipulative ad as well as one to try to draw you into this concept of community so our <laughs> companies now trying to dominate the narrative 
of how it is that we build community by using products. Yeah. No, Akili, that's a great point. And and mm. as I heard you uh, talking there, I was thinking back to when I watched it. It is a moving ad in terms of just the way you respond to it, right? Uh, the, 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 the speech itself, uh, the other sound that they're using uh, in the ad when we listen to it here at the top of the show. You can't even see the images that they're using, and it motivates, it, it, it moves. Uh, but, but as you point out, it's manipulative in the way that uh, uh, it marries this concept of commercialism with MLK's uh, uh, take on, on service and the importance of it. Uh, Akili, I'm really glad you called uh, and put it in those terms. That was, uh, that was very good. Um, let's go to uh, Barika. Barika in Detroit. Welcome to Detroit Today. Uh, good morning. I Hi. wanted to ask a question about the ownership behind the speech and the audio, uh, assuming it's the King's family. It is. Um, and has there been discussion surrounding them allowing and or selling the use of speech for such purposes, given how they understood their father's um you know, feelings about advertising. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's yeah, a, it's, go it's, ahead, Paul. It's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting question. And, uh, Stephen, I don't know if you've heard any subsequent uh, details on this, but uh, in the days after these, the uh, ad ran, there seemed to have been some debate over who owned and who authorized uh-huh. it. Uh, the the uh, King Foundation down in Atlanta, which was started by his uh, now late widow, uh, claimed that they did not authorize it, but uh, Fiat Chrysler said that they did get permission for it. And of course, the family is very, very protective. Yeah. Uh, the estate is very protective, so they did get authorization. Yeah, you can't use it, it without authorization. Um... Yeah, it's a little unclear uh, exactly whom, and there are several different entities that appear to control different parts of uh, the King estate. So they they, they were authorized, but. Uh, the King family personally seems to be trying to distance itself from that decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a controversy that comes up from time to time uh, when uh, something associated with him shows up in a, in a surprising place. People ask, well, well, who did that? And often it is about this sort of splintering of that estate and, and things being in under different control. Uh, and, and some people think it's okay to sell to sell off uh, pieces of that. So, Barika, thank you very much for that call. Uh, let's go to Michelle in Detroit. Michelle, welcome to Detroit today. You there, Michelle? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that I think it's great to take a moral high ground, but if only if your actions are also moral. So if that ad was using speech that was uplifting certain principles, I would have liked to see them say, which is why we do X, Y, Z, you know, do we, do we support domestic products? Do we support non-discrimination? Are we giving raises? Are we supporting union jobs? Just something to couple. So it's not just marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting, that's an interesting point too. I mean, the, the idea that at base, it really was just a sales ad, I think, uh, was, was the sort of hurdle that a lot of people couldn't, couldn't quite get over. Um, Michelle, thanks very much for that call. Let's go to Tom in Northwest Detroit. Tom, welcome to Detroit today. Yeah, good morning, Steve, mm-hmm. and your guest. Uh-huh. You know what? I, I told the screener, I said, advertising at its finest. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to me, you know, this thing is like an oxymoron. I mean, on one hand, you know, you know, Fiat Chrysler's, 
you know, pushing this thing. And then King, he's in direct opposition to it, as you said uh, earlier in the, you know, when you came out of the break, I mean, out of the top of the hour. Yeah. But, you know, when I, when I saw it, I, you know, told my wife, I said, watch this. And, but, you know, like I said, it's a powerful, you know, gripping and grabbing. It really uh, is. It's really uh, well done. Yeah, it was well, well done. It was well, but I just here, thought here. I just thought it was out of place. Yeah. And you know, I I also wondered, you know, who, you know, let Fiat Chrysler use this. Yeah, that's what we were just talking about. I mean, it's got to be some some part of the ownership of his uh, estate. Uh, Paul, I was going to say, like, give you yeah, the last word here. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, here's here's the here's the conundrum to this ad. Uh, Fiat Chrysler could have just done a, a classic buy our products ad. Right. Uh, and they've tried in most of these years with Super Bowl to at least have one message spot, which seemed to call to higher ground, American service, American patriotism, uh, prior to the, to the Trump administration, which, which is so politicized, that concept, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to the comeback of Detroit and so on. And if you go back, you, you, you recognize that, that Dr. King did try to make many allies. He often had to dance a little bit with the devil, sure. as, as any great leader does, uh, to get people to think in his way, to bring them to his message of service. And so uh, one can ask if, if his words were used here, yes, to sell product, but were also restoring the concept of service, raising the concept of service to community. Was it a complete fiasco, or did they, did, did they intend to do something right, right that he might have looked at and said, well, you know what? You can either sell Doritos to women and <laughs> funny punchlines, or you can actually have a message on top of a commercial crass message that is calling is reaching for a higher call. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the question I think is very difficult to answer with this, with this spot. But yeah. there may, they may have really been trying to reach and do something a little bit more than just selling products. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I won't pan Fiat Chrysler entirely for this. Yeah. Okay, Paul Eisenstein, publisher of the DetroitBureau.com. As always, thanks for joining us here on Detroit Today. Great to be with you. Up next, the Winter Olympics begin tonight in South Korea. For us, they are already underway there. We're going to talk about what and who to watch during the games. Stay with us on Detroit Today.